hey, we got something here. Let's lean into that. And that's how you got the humanized IT framework. We just took what these MSPs were doing successfully and having these good conversations and wrapped a framework around it rather than a process and a procedure. Welcome to the Twins Talk Tech Leadership Podcast, where we highlight and explore the views of thought leaders and organizations across the tech industry. We're presenting topics on leadership, sales, and trends from our perspective as individuals and, of course, as twins. Welcome to the Twins Talk Tech Leadership. We come to you with another episode of Twins Talk Tech Leadership, where we dive deep into the world of technology, leadership, mindset, and, of course, entrepreneurship. Today, we're joined by a good friend of ours, Adam Walter. He is a president at Humanize IT. And, of course, we can't move forward without these ConnectWise Twins Talk Tech Leadership Podcast Series without our partner evangelist, Sean Lardo, with ConnectWise. Now, Adam's experience spans across industries, including law enforcement, financial institutions, software companies, and, of course, large-scale organizations. His expertise is continuously recognized and has been published in tech articles around the world. At Virtual C, Adam currently has taken his expertise to create a framework, Humanize IT, to assist MSPs, our managed service providers, in delivering true technical business strategy to small businesses, helping them to enhance and align their business strategic vision. He is also the host of his own podcast called Humanize IT Podcast. Adam, welcome to the program. How are you? Oh, thanks for having me on. I'm doing great today. It's uh, a beautiful, chilly weather here in Nebraska. Adam, this is David. We're so glad to begin this series with our friends there at ConnectWise. Appreciate Sean facilitating the introduction. It's been great to engage with you to understand a little bit about your work and your focus. But for our audience today, tell us a little bit about Humanize IT. What's your focus? What inspired you to start your consultancy firm? Tell us about your organization. Yeah, I'll try, I'll, I'll try to defy Sean and be quick here. And uh, good, good luck. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> I spent about 20 years in corporate IT, as you said. You read my resume there, um, doing everything. I was a I was an engineer, man. Bachelor of Science, computer science, king of the nerds. You know, I'm a DD player. Uh, and I came kicking and screaming into leadership because I actually found out what I liked was solving complex problems for businesses. And we discovered that what was happening in the IT industry is as we matured. We were focusing less on the business and more on the technology, and we were getting lost. So we started sending our crew members at different organizations out on ride-alongs with um, employees. And they were coming back with the best projects and helping uh, businesses succeed. And these are just level one tech saying, hey, why aren't we helping these guys more? Why aren't we giving them hotspots? And we had lost focus what was causing pain points in our organization. So I said, I want to take that back to the small business world. I miss small business consulting. And so I quit my job. My sugar mama, Andrea, she took care of me. Uh, she's a she, she said, go form your own business. And I did. So I took Seattle Consulting to small private schools in Nebraska, did the whole district, did a lot of small businesses, helped them succeed, and caught on like wildfire. From there... I worked with a company called Managed Services Platform. It was a tool to help you deliver VCI services. And I did so well with them that I started coaching MSPs and ultimately bought Managed Services Platform wholesale and formed a framework merging my consulting practice with the technology tool set and called it Humanized IT, an easy 
process where you could, if you signed up with us today, you could be delivering a QBR dashboard with your clients this afternoon. This is Danny. You said a couple of things that really stood out to me. When's the last time we actually humanized things? Really? We, we're so into product, 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 tech, speeds and feeds, but we forget the human element of everything. The way that you're able to put it all together, these ride-alongs, grabbing it to really see a real-world example, to make it live, to make it active. And then you said something that was also very important for the people in this world of IT and the world of sales is QBRs. I, I'll tell you, many people aren't doing it. And when they want to know why their customer decides to drop them for another MSP, that's the reason why you're not sitting down and showcasing the value of the client on a quarterly basis. And the ability to put it all together, what you just did, fantastic. As I want to think about what you're showcasing and how your product works, if you have a few seconds, give us a real quick real-world example on how this actually helped not only the MSP stand out, but also the client to see the real value. Yeah, so we've got uh, one member in particular, you can check our testimonials, where he uh, had projects on the table for like a year. And so he started using our tool and really didn't take it seriously. Then one day he says, fine, I'm just going to do it. I've been listening to you guys in your podcast for the past year. And he went in and took a human-centric approach, meaning that he sat down and he treated his clients like a person and listened to what their problems were. And then he looked at his project list and said, you know what? If we prioritize this project over here, we can get this done. We can solve that pain point for you. And after a year of sales, he immediately sold $20,000 of projects to his client. Wow. Not by doing anything different, not by having a better technology solution, but just by changing his narrative. That is quite phenomenal. That for MSP to be able to come up with that amount of money in an instant utilizing your platform is phenomenal. I know a lot of MSPs will be excited about it. They'll be what I call elated to find additional revenue streams, additional revenue that wasn't there before. So one of the things I know that's really exciting about having Sean here, he was able to witness you pitch your organization, pitch your product in the past. And Sean being an evangelist, really a partner, leader, really making sure that the community understands your product. Sean, can you talk a little bit about how you have seen this grow in the community, the ability to be more authentic, to really be more personalized when MSPs have conversations with their clients as well. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, my background has always been in sales, marketing, business development, relationship building. That's it, right? One thing that we know to be historically true and true and will always maybe always be true, who knows, uh, is that MSPs and technology conversations are very different than actual relationship building conversations. Um, a lot of times, the it's a it's a very it's a phenomenal well let's use Adam as an example engineer a lot of times engineers can't speak to what the business use case is or what the business value is they struggle with it even though they know that they could tell you but they could tell you in ten thousand words you know as opposed to just five words right I mean like what Adam just said in his short pitch is something that they struggle saying in, in a two day conversation right um, also so that's so one part is the English English translation right. Um, the other part is just it it also forces you down a path for a technology provider to actually talk about your actual real value. You know, I, you've heard it a million times where it's one thing to sell to a customer. It's another thing to keep the customer happy and actually establish your value constantly. They don't realize what that is. Um, and a lot of times it's just transferring the conversation into an actual business conversation again, reminding them 
hey, we struggled with, you, you had this problem. We talked about business continuity. Business continuity is keeping your business running 24-7 like you have to. You weren't able to. We were able to solve that. Let me show you something else now. And now go into the other lines of revenue too, right? But it's extremely, you know, watching Adam talk about it is really, it's really nice because he always starts off and letting people know I was an engineer. That way it puts the MSPs at ease like, okay, he's one of us. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then he speaks English. And they're like, oh, wait, 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 wait. You're one of us. Hold on. Where's the techies? Here's what techies does. And and, and he, he he's very eloquent with it. I, and watching him go through the process, he was really good from the beginning of Pitch It, honestly. It wasn't, I don't know that I, we, I don't know that we really taught him that much on that because he was really sharp in the beginning. I think probably the only thing we helped him with was fine-tuning it and trimming down the trimming down the pitch. That was it. We'll be right back after this short break. I am delighted to announce that App Meetup's customers can now benefit from the presentation and speaking training courses with our integration and partnership with DSB Leadership Group. DSB Leadership Group is committed to providing training and resources to support professionals becoming more effective communicators and increase their impact and value. And that is the reason why App Meetup and DSB Leadership Group have formed a partnership to make sure that our MSPs, which is you, can be effective and powerful speakers in the community. Whether you are hosting a major conference, a specialized training, or a year-end corporate event, Finding the right keynote speaker or breakout speaker should be at the top of your priority list. Partner with Elite Speaker Services to book speakers according to your specifications and needs. Elite Speaker Services has the depth of speakers and the experience to bring you peace of mind and a successful event. Go to EliteSpeakerServices.com for all your event needs. Let us deliver the message your audience needs to hear. Let us deliver beyond your expectations. Pigs don't have to fly for you to retire a millionaire. Optimize how you spend. Save and grow your money with the Millionaire Me app. Millionaire Me was designed to help Gens X, Y, and Z become after-tax millionaires in retirement. Even if you haven't started saving, you can get started. Get all the tools that you'll need in one easy-to-use app to get you toward your goal of retiring as a millionaire. So remember, pigs don't have to fly for you to retire a millionaire. Go to the App Store, download the app to get started, and even now you could join in their campaign this month entitled the March Forward Savings Challenge. Get started and learn how to become that millionaire. This is David, and I appreciate you sharing that, Sean. You're very gracious, but at the same time, it shows the type of excellent approach that Adam took to going after presenting his product, presenting his idea in such a way it made sense, it connected, because people do buy on an emotional level first, and when Mm -hmm. someone feels like you care about them or you understand them, it makes it a little easier, it makes it a little different. So congratulations, Adam. I I, I love that you were able to take your idea, take your story, and as you stated earlier, just change the narrative. It's called business storytelling. You got to be able to tell your story in a way that will make the person you're selling it to or the organization you're selling it to connect 
So tell us about your experience in winning the most innovative tech of 2022 award from ConnectWise. Tell us about that experience of being able to not only have a successful presentation there, but how that's translated into you being able to present humanized IT everywhere you go. You know, we were we were really excited to get that. We caught us by surprise. Um, we just gotten done with the, the pitch competition, and we're we're like, ah, oh, we didn't win. You know, we're feeling kind of dead, like down. But then all of a sudden, this validation came from a major company in the industry saying, "We believe in what you're doing. This is really really cool." So, out of 150 vendors, we got chosen as most innovative solution. It wasn't the big spenders. It wasn't the the massive uh, tech sales clients there that. Um, had the big all show. It was the little startup. It was the little guy who is changing the narrative. And it was that acknowledgement of knowing that we're on the right path. And so it's been helping us when we talk to people and other people like, why should we work with humanized IT? Uh, who are you? Like, are you doing this the right way? I'm like, well, we've been acknowledged by multiple people in the industry, such as ConnectWise. This isn't a purchased award. This is an earned award. And so we talk about that, like, this is the future of MSPs and how you need to do client sales. This is how you need to be talking to your clients. And we're here to help you with that. So the validation was incredible. When you think that all hope is gone, somebody said, man, you are amazing. You're fantastic. And I want all of our audience members out there today, if you're listening to this podcast, and you have a great idea and you are sitting down with your customer, you're doing this right along and you're creating a solution to solve a real world problem, you're amazing. You're awesome. You're going to get that validation. It may come from Sean. It may come from somebody connect wise. It may also come from ASCII. You're just best of show at ASCII as well. You guys are doing phenomenal. You're growing. Everybody knows you now. Everyone's hearing about your organization because you are humanizing IT. Now, this great question that I have is because you guys participated in the pitch competition, because you're a finalist and you went through it all, what words of wisdom and what advice do you have for this year's participants? What can they expect to go through as far as the rigors, the time that needs to be allocated and the coaching that they were going to be receiving when they go into this competition? So what words of wisdom can you provide for this year's uh, pitch competitors? Pay attention. Like you, there's going to be some of these ex experts you're going to talk to and you're going to be like, oh, I already know that. But then there's going to be others that are going to hit up on something that's completely foreign to you. Grasp a hold of that and learn. And then above all, find friends. Network with your fellow contestants. You are not alone. Don't be one of these IT companies, these technology companies that flies solo all the time. You need partners. You need people to bounce ideas off. You're going to have times in your growth of your company where you're going to need advice from somebody. We, we did a great job like networking and came out with some great friends out of the pitch it competition. Um, and, you know, building relationships with people like Sean Lardo, um, you know, Tom Lawrence, and these people who are supporting the pitch competition have been incredible. Like I could not have predicted how much that helped me in business growth and it's personal confidence in our product and understanding the industry and what its needs are and how to align with it better pay attention network and try try to come away with new relationships this is david and adam you said something that's very interesting and intriguing especially for a lot of small startups out there and i would even say even some mid enterprise organizations 
you start getting into the flow of wanting to get your idea out there. You start getting some success and then you might get stagnant. You might find yourself stalled and not knowing where to go or how to grow. You said you've got to align with the right people and develop great partnerships. Whether you're leveraging your network or you're leveraging organizations like ConnectWise, you've got to bring in the right synergy with the right organization. So can you share a little bit about how you've taken that mindset into developing the right partners? Because there's so many fish out there in the sea, but you got to hook yourself with the right one. And once you get with the right one or the right few, then your organization can take off. So talk about the importance of finding and aligning with the right type of people. You know, under, the first thing is understanding yourself and your gaps. Like I do not, I did not come into the MSP industry with 20 years of MSP experience and vendor leadership. I came in with engineering leadership and corporate strategy. Like that's what I'm good at. I'm good at culture alignment and stuff like that. And so you look around, you think, who is really good at this stuff? And I meet this guy, Sean Lardo. Sean Lardo knows the channel <laughs> and is an invaluable resource. And just an hour talking to him, you will come up with, oh my gosh, that's what I'm missing. And it might be a hard conversation. Like you are in the wrong direction. Your ship is steering. There's a, It's a good idea, but it's not going to hit the mark. And having these outside people tell you you're wrong, that is what you need to be able to hear. If somebody's just going to continually be a cheerleader, that's nice to have cheerleaders, but you've got friends who can be cheerleaders. What you need is somebody to say, no, that's wrong. Here's where you should be aiming and align there. And then maybe like, well, what about this? And being able to go back and forth with that soundboard and be able to say, okay, where are you? So like Cal and Sapien has been a great one for me as well for soundboarding. Like when I think, okay, I'm trying to go this way. He's like, well, that's not going to hit because, and he'll give you the context of where the mindset of your vertical is. And having people like that is key. you got to find those people who cover the gaps that you don't know. This is Danny, and I'm glad you said that they're going to be honest with you. And this is why I wanted to uh, ask a question, Sean, being the community evangelist, he sees partners every single day. Um, Sean, when you met Adam and you heard his story, I'm sure in the back of your mind, you were thinking of 10,000 partners, 10,000 ways to make his solution a integral conversational piece that all MSPs need to need to have with their clients. But you do this every day. You go to thousands of roadshows. I see you at probably 10 of them a year. So when you hear people come to you with their solution, like Adam, how are you, how are you processing this in your head? Because there's thousands of partners you know. How are you determining, hey, you should work with this person. You should meet with that person. How do you determine that? Because I think this is something we've heard, right? We've heard humanize IT. We've seen them. It's all because of the mindset that he, Adam has had, but it's also your mindset hearing his product and being able to take it to the different partners. So talk about that process when you hear some great solutions like this and you meet partners at these conferences. Absolutely. So I'll give credit to Adam. He, you know, he says it had to have a hard conversation first off. And he was, at, he told me, I don't know where I'm going. He was very open-minded. He was willing to receive criticism and, and guidance, which, so that's not me. That's him. That's, that's being, that's being humble and strong enough to actually say, Hey, I don't know. Cause we know many entrepreneurs that will say, I know everything. And, and and this would not be Adam. But on the other side of things, that leads to the part of, you know, when I start thinking about who I'm going to introduce to who, I'm I'm selective. Okay. You, you only have one, you know, first impressions are not linear anymore. Okay. They absolutely are not. So you have to be on your game all day, every day. Meaning before I say Adam is a good person, a great company, he has to prove himself, you know, prove that he's investing for the long haul and for the greater good of what we're doing here. Not just 
connect wise, not just me, but for these partners, you know, because again, and I, I said this the other day in a conversation, the fact of the matter is you learned, you know, years and years ago, I worked for the McDonald's corporation and they were like, for every great experience somebody has, they may tell one person. For every bad experience, they'll tell 10 people. Now that was before social media. So now it's more like 10,000 people, right? Um, or a hundred thousand people or, oh my goodness, God forbid, if you actually get like an IG model that is mad at you because she's bound to put a video up and say they are horrible, right? So you got to be on your game always. You got to do the right thing. Uh, so it's, you know, I can look at a product and say, I see how this fits into what they're trying to accomplish. The product has nothing that has, that's only one small fraction of what we're talking about here, right? The rest is in the character and the quality of the person in the company, the sustainability, the, the ability to be ethical, the ability to be transparent. And, and so far, everything I've said is what Adam actually emulates. So long before I start telling anybody about this stuff, I want to know more about them. And, and actually the pitch of competition makes it easy because they're forced to, they're forced to be with me for at least 16 weeks. And if you can endure 16 weeks with me, you're not going anywhere. Like you're obviously, you're obviously battle ready and you're still staying. Um, but the good thing about it all is that in the end, and I learn more about them and how they approach it, because it's not just a product again, it's also the way in which they interact with the clients. Are they there for them? How do they work? I have to make sure that it's a seamless relationship that leads to success. And so it's very easy to tie in an atom and a humanize it conversation in the when we talk about the business side of things and how to grow your business and how to keep checks and balances. It's a very simple conversation. We'll be right back after this short break. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Paul Jackowitz of pauljackowitz.com. For all your website design and management needs, visit Paul Jackowitz. That's Paul, J-A-C-K-I-E-W-I-C-Z.com. Are you projecting the right image to your market? Are you optimizing your name recognition and presence online? Elite Public Image is a leader in strategic communications and marketing solutions, ranging from public relations, brand communications, and content marketing strategy to social media and reputation management for businesses, professionals, and VIPs of all types. Whether you're looking to develop a particular brand or need a brand refresh, look no further than Elite Public Image. Visit ElitePublicImage.com and let Elite put their experience to work for you. This is Danny, and I appreciate you talking about that because at the end of the day, people buy you first. Absolutely. They buy you first. They buy your product second. And you see this every day. Look, Adam, you're not going to be solving this. You're not going to be solving that. Uh, what you're going to be solving right now is you. You getting into this world of managed service providers. And what you have, if, even if you don't have 20 years or 30 years of experience like the, some other people may have, what you have is you have a technical background. You get them. They get you. And that's really what's important. The people get you, your fellow member, whether you like it or not. And what I really appreciate is this mindset, this mindset you had, Adam, as you went into this vertical, as you attacked it, as you decided to do ride-alongs, as you decided to continue to build this out, you had a unique mindset. You had a, a mental toughness mindset. You had a growth mindset. And that's something we focus on at my company at Meetup. We really focus on mindset more than anything else. Can you talk about your approach? And how you were able to strengthen 
and maintain your growth mindset in this world, this new technology world with managed service providers? How did you do it? Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of it's ego. I mean, you, you got to have an ego in this field. And I've heard that from a lot of people. And uh, you, you got to believe in the history of success. I look back on my engineering and look back on the, the projects I've led. And I think, okay, I was successful there. I was successful there. I was successful there. And you focus on that. But then you think like, okay, here's where I'm weak. Here's where I'm weak. And how do I strengthen that a little bit? I'm very much in a strengths finder mindset where take what you do well and just kick ass at it. And so um, when you when you do that and then you find people to cover the gaps that you have. And so when we kept succeeding, when we, we would see that alignment with an MSP, we saw them succeed. And then we said, okay, let's do more of that. So we started as a virtual uh, CIO company and we did really well as a virtual CIO. We didn't do product delivery. And we were doing it so well that people asked us to coach. We didn't come up with a coaching program. Somebody else did and said, you guys would be great at this. And so we started doing that well. And then we noticed that we saw that with MSPs, they were succeeding in spite of having a VCIO. And it was because as a whole, they were behaving at a CIO level. So they need to hire a new employee. We, they need to translate the mindset. So we said, hey, we got something here. Let's lean into that. And that's how you got the humanized IT framework. We just took what these MSPs were doing successfully and having these good conversations and wrapped a framework around it rather than a process and a procedure and a three-year program. And we leaned into what was going well. And so when you look at our product and our software, it's all built around, we lean into what is being successful and what is making things easier for people, not what we believe is the right thing to do, but what is actually working and helping people be successful and leaning into that. So I see a lot of people like they, they fight against the current, hoping someday it'll just hit and it'll work and people will get it. Instead, we align with what is working and we nudge people. We steer that battleship one inch at a time. And as we see success, we keep doing that. This is being successful. Let's keep going that direction. And then get feedback from our mentors and say, okay, is there anything else we should be doing? And I think, you know what? If you would add this one thing in that you don't see this blind spot, this would be amazing. And that's how you got the new humanized dashboards, this ability to see all your account management stuff in one area where you have a single pane of glass and a coffee cup in your hand, and you know where you need to go with your MSP today. Adam, this is David, and I want to throw something in here because we're getting into such incredible conversations about the mindset you have to have as a leader. I love that you said ego because, you know, a lot of CEOs, a lot of business owners will say, yeah, I did this process. I got lucky. I got fortunate. No, the truth of the matter is they're not in the business if they don't want to be successful. They want to be successful. And you have to have a little bit of that ego. You have to have that that drive in you. It's like, it's that Mamba, Kobe Bryant mentality, right? He didn't care. And he just wanted to go after the win. That was his mindset. Uh, let me ask you, in terms of humanized IT, what's next? What, what are you going after next? Because for so many people listening to podcasts, if you understand what Adam is saying, you have to have a process that makes sense. What's your business plan? What's the marketing plan that's working? And if it's successful, keep building it. It's what my twin brother, Danny, says. What's the revenue generating activity? And can you keep building upon that? Everybody has a bunch of widgets, but if yours is a desired widget, then keep working it. And that's what you said. So what's next for Humanize IT? What, what's the plan for the rest of 2023 and the immediate future there? We just finished our major dev cycle. 
So we have two things we're doing this year is one, we have built a framework and a platform that's extremely versatile. Think BrightGage for MSPs, think 90.io for MSPs. What we want to do now is expand our presence. We want to spread the message that there is an easy way to this. Be genuine with the entire MSP crowd. Bring that breath of fresh air of being genuine and having a solution in place that adapts to what you're already doing amazingly. We want to increase that perceived value, but we need to be present. We have to go as this is Sean, Sean's advice here. I need to increase presence. We need to go to conferences. We need to get people to talk about us. We need people to say, this is really cool. And these guys get it. Yeah. We want to be a part of that and having and increasing that. And then listening to the MSPs as they use our software, because we have created a framework, not a process, a framework. So we want to hear from MSPs like, you know, be really great is if you could extrapolate this data from ConnectWise so that I can know in the morning what other things are going wrong with my client. Oh, cool. I can grab that. You know, we're an event partner. We can do this stuff. I need to hear from MSPs. What is it that's going to make you successful so that I can incorporate into our humanized process, our humanized framework, so that it's easy for you. You can snap it right into a dashboard now, and now you know which, thing, which customers are at risk. This is David, Adam, and I, and I love that you stated that. And... I, before I can get into this, we might want to have to bring you back on to do more of a deep dive into that. What I've loved about our conversation is just how real and genuine you are. It tells me that this is not a show. This is not an act. You're not just, I want to pretend to be genuine with my clients. No, this is who you are. And it, it reflects in your conversation, reflects in what you're saying. I want to ask you about what you're learning about yourself, even through podcasting. For those out there that understand the podcast verse, Adam has the Humanized IT podcast, bridging the gap between business and technology. But, you know, interesting enough, if you want to hear more about what Adam's experience was like with ConnectWise and pitching, you have to go back, not too far back, but you have to go back to episode 206 and 207, back of July, uh, June and July of last year, where he actually talks about the pitch IT competition. He talks about what he's learning. He talks about his conversation with Sean. He talks about the importance of communication. Uh, I love that. So what are you learning about yourself through the world of podcasting? And why is this a great platform to continue to push forward your ideas? Yeah, uh, podcasting, you know, it's all, you have to think about, like we start off our podcast being, okay, we want to be technical people talking to CEOs. That's what we want to focus our podcast being. There's a plenty of tech podcasts out there. And so as we started learning about that, like, okay, how do we focus our conversations on what people need to hear? So at first it was all tech. And then we've narrowed down our target audience. Who's sitting across the table from me? Bob at an MSP, Alice at an MSP. Okay, what do they care about? So envisioning that target audience and changing the conversation. And then two, what's fun is you get to listen to yourself speak a lot. And a lot of people can't stand that. And you just kind of break that. <laughs> Hold on. I'm interrupting on that note. So to be clear, Adam loves podcasting because he can talk. The end. <laughs> it is true. But, that, <laughs> but that's that's something that I was going to drive at. It's like, I have to think about like, oh my gosh, do I really interrupt people that much? Yes. And I say, yes, I, I have ADHD. It's something my brain does. How do I trick my brain into being more appearing more um, and listening more and being more cognizant of the flow of the conversation. And it's hard. Like it's, it's, it's hard for my brain to do that. But by listening to a podcast and doing a podcast, we're in like what episode 141 this next week. 
And that is crazy. Like that's a lot of listening to myself and trying to improve the way I speak and focus conversations and keep things on track. Just yesterday we did a webinar and I was I was trying to make sure we stayed on time and make sure we were stayed on topic for uh, Matt Lee and Neil Groy. And as we walked through this really complicated chat GPT conversation, people loved it. But we kept, if we hadn't, if I hadn't learned my lessons from a podcast of staying on topic, then we could have been off on the tangent and missed the entire point of the conversation because we had so oh, much to say. You and Matt Lee, that's a rough one. <laughs> that's a lot. That's a, two very smart men in a room talking that have a lot to say about what they know about. I'm pretty sure Matt Lee and I could have one entire podcast just to ourselves. Would, there you go. There you go. Nothing. Entertain each other as well as entertain the world. When we listen to the conversations you'll be both be having with each other. Uh, this is Danny. Real quick before we continue on, I want to make sure that uh, I give Sean a plug in real quick to let our audience know a little bit more about this Pidget competition. What is it? Why should people apply next year? Of course, we already have uh, competitors already in this year's competition, but why Pidget competition with ConnectWise and we know what it did for Adam's company last year, and we know what it's doing for his company now. We're starting to see that accelerated growth. But uh, plug in right now, Sean, please tell the audience, what is this pitch at competition and why should people apply next year? Sure, absolutely. Well, first, they can apply this year still because the comp application process is open right now oh. until the until the end of August. Okay. Uh, the season will kick off second week of May. Um, so you'll know who the people that are competing probably by the end of the first week of May. Um Reason why you should reason why you should apply. First off, ConnectWise has a huge community, huge ecosystem. We know this already, uh, and and I'll use Adam's own words that he gave me early on. He said, "I'm going to stick and invest heavily in ConnectWise because I know I can do all my business, make my market share right here. Okay, I can go to other ones after this, you know. But let's 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 perfect this because there. I mean, we have tens of thousands of, of partners." We have actually, realistically speaking, between the developer community and the MSP community, we're talking hundreds of thousands, okay? So that's first in itself. Now, what Pitch It is really about, it is looking for the best of the best of startup companies that are coming up, right? The emerging technologies. And these are emerging technologies that are, are able to create an impact within ConnectWise itself, the community, but most importantly for the partners, right? With their end users. So, and whether you're selling to or selling through them is irrelevant to us, as long as you're doing something that's going to complement both sides of the house. Can, ConnectWise and partner, right? Um, again, back to some things we already touched on in this conversation. They have to have staying power. We want to know that they're going to be around. We're not looking for somebody that's one week in and done. That's not, that they get vetted out. Matter of fact, we don't accept all applications to be clear. We didn't last year. We're not going to this year. We have plenty of people that are looking into this now. Um, so, and what Pitch is really about is, and we, we already mentioned this also, there is a 16-week accelerator program where we bring in the practitioners of the space between everything from mergers and acquisition conversations to sales and marketing, to positioning, to packaging, pricing, you take, you name it. Right. And these are all people that have done it or are currently doing it still. Some of them have owned, started companies, sold companies all within the same space. So they're all fluent with the channel. They're all fluent with our audience, but they've also done something that is specific to what they're there to teach about. Right. By the way, they all volunteer their time. Nobody is being paid for this. This is a community effort, which is one reason why I love the freaking channel. Let's be honest. Everybody helps each other. Um, the goal at the end of this is to become one of the three finalists to compete at IT Nation in November on stage for uh, the first place prize of 70,000, second place prize of 30,000. 
Um, that's the that's that's where it starts, though. I think Adam will tell you another story now that that's where it started. But the value really comes into everything he already mentioned before, which is the connections, the network, the learning, the best practices of things you should be doing, where to go, learn how to navigate the space. Because even if you've been, I've been in this space for a long time, I still don't know all the things that are going. I still I still leverage my friends like crazy. Like, what should I be doing? Where should I be going? Who would be why I should be knowing? You know, again, because you're talking a huge industry. If you see what Jacob Payne says, he constantly preaches about the fact that there's, you know, it's probably over 85% of the world's revenue transacts through the through the reseller world. That's the world's revenue. So that tells you how large the space is. So there's no way any one of us knows it all. Probably not even 10%, probably not even five, not even point, point 0.05, I'm sure I don't know, right? And so the pitch of competition, it's it's become revolutionary for it. We're the only ones in the space doing it. I don't know if you're aware of that. Like as far as amongst the core groups, we are the only company that's actually doing this. So I think if you're looking for a way to figure out how to stare and navigate your business and how to make some really quick splashes, because if you look at the finalists and most of our participants, they all showed, they all saw an increase in clients. They all saw an increase in MRR. They all saw an increase in exposure, and, you know, and, but you got to apply yourself to though. To be clear, anybody that's applying, if you think that you're not going to work for this and you're not going to be in the system and you're not going to push like the rest of us, then don't sign up. This is Danny. And I appreciate you talking about that. And that's why Adam is still here. Great yeah. product, humanizing everything, taking the technical, what I call speed and feeds and bringing it down to an authentic conversational level, which is very important. And the fact that he was able to pitch and be a finalist and of course, mm -hmm. win ConnectWise uh, award uh, this uh, this year and then come back and be a best show at ASCII says that he's in it for the long run. And even talking about the developer time, getting the development team, building out the product even more. Well, before I say anything else, you got to make sure you listen to his voice. It's it's authentic. It's real. Mm -hmm. He's not coming across speeds and feeds. He's coming across natural. And one of the things I would tell people, if you need help with that, get a copy of our book, talk it up, a guide to successful public speaking. Don't be afraid. Get onto Adam's podcast. Get onto our podcast. Go and find out a little bit more. If you have an idea and you're going to be around for a long term, apply today. Don't wait till next year. Apply today. Look Adam up. Go on LinkedIn. Find him. Ask him some insights and some questions. Hey, what did you do? How did you do it? To learn more about the ConnectWise pitch competition, you got to go to connectwise.com slash B-I-T nation slash pitch I-T. Pitch it. I want to encourage everybody out there. If you're an MSP, you have an idea, you have a product, or if you're an ISP that's been in the MSP space for a while and you realize, hey, I need to make sure I'm more synergized with the big key players. I need to be connected with ConnectWise. I need to be in the marketplace. I need to be at IT Nation. In fact, everyone should be registered and go into IT Nation, IT Nation every single year. Uh, this is what you need to do. Go online on that. And if you want to learn more about Adam, and you want to learn more about how to get a hold of them, please go online, look him up on LinkedIn, or you can go to his website, managedserviceplatform.com, because he has the right platform that's going to help you have the right conversation with your client. I think earlier he's mentioned discovering another $20,000. I mean, look, what do you got What do you got to lose, MSP? You're always asking, hey, how can I add more value to my client? How can I make more revenue? Why don't you just try this tool out? It might help you out. It might give you some more revenue. And then once you get the revenue, Invest in your company the right way. Invest in your company the right way with coaching, with training, and things like that. Adam, we want to thank you for joining uh, Sean Otto, David Brown, Danny Sue Brown, all of us today on our 
Twins Talk Tech Leadership Podcast. And we want to thank you for sharing your insights, your story, a little bit about your work, how you developed your organization, even the ride-along. Because if you're not in it with your client, then you don't really understand what they need. You don't really understand their true challenge and how to solve it. And you did all of that. You invested on that. And congratulations once again for being a pitch, I pitch a competition, what we call an amazing finalist, an amazing winner with ConnectWise overall prize, most innovative prize. And of course, with your best show at ASCII, we know you're going to continue to do great and amazing things. Thank you for joining the Twin Star Tech Leadership Podcast. Thank you for having me on. Thanks again, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk Tech Leadership. Please subscribe, download, and share this program. Learn about sponsorship opportunities and become featured on our program. Follow us on LinkedIn and other social media platforms. Be sure to also give our other program, Twins Talk It Up, a listen as well. We will see you next time in the next episode of Twins Talk Tech Leadership.